0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: Hola, Club Prairie Fires, and welcome to this, your Day 3 Edge Baston Test Review Show. What a cracking day of play. We had, well, half a day's play, to be honest. Let me recap this for you real quick. Uh, Australia all out for 386. Just seven runs short of the English total. he had 141. And Alex Carey chipped in with 66. England, uh, they're two for 28. But they've got a lead of 35. There was lots of rain yesterday. We only bowled seven overs to the English before there was a rain delay of an hour. Then uh, in two wickets within four balls. We had Crawley out for seven, caught behind Boland, and then Duckett out for 19. Caught Cam Green, Um, lots of action. The game hanging in the balance, according to WinViz, um, and lots to talk about (laughs) on this show. Let's bring in the two experts, uh, Michael Vaughan, 7AM Birmingham, and Adam Gilchrist, 2PM Perth. How are you boys? All good, all good. WinViz, I
2: like WinViz. They've got the game in the balance, yeah. Clever.
1: (laughs) Yes, no, I'm I'm excellent. Thank you, Prof. Hello to you, Vaughany and Ollie, and everyone else. A bit cold in Perth, though. It was uh, very, very chilly indeed, but it was great to see it fire up. Proper Ashes cricket turned up, didn't it? Late when the clouds were looming overhead, Paddy Cummins and Boland charging in, and England like petrified rabbits in the headlight. Wow. Well, Australia
2: decided to play Test cricket the right way by having a few catches in place, so that helped. <laughs>
1: Uh, No, it was good to see. Good to see. Now,
0: we've got lots to chat about on the show today, guys. But as always, Gilly, I'm going to ask you just to reset why we are Club Prairie Fire, Mm. if you don't mind.
1: Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Important part of the pod. Well, my suggestion is if you are listening to this podcast, if you're watching on the YouTube channel and you don't know, go back to episode one or episode two or episode three and find out. That's the best way to find out why it's called that. Oh, I see what you've done there. The Mexican baggy green cap behind me uh, equivalent yeah. is a bit of a hint and a couple of bottles of tequila in front of it that you'll oh, find very it. Good. just
0: encouraging people to go back and listen to um the best of us from the first three episodes yeah. um <laughs> yeah. hey, another member of our team is ollie from england um ollie this show is blowing up am i right are because the, the numbers yeah. seem a bit astronomical to me are you lying to us
3: no, not at all. And some big stuff overnight's come through. Actually, um, someone in Paris has told their mate in Oslo, so we are now number one, not only in France <laughs> but also uh, Norway. This is big, and we're number two in India as well. Um, we're, struggling wow. in Niz- yeah. we're struggling in the Ne. we're struggling in the part. We're fourth in Indonesia, but the India um, two. So we will we will take that, and also on socials, um, we've had some messages djboom.com says, hey, Gilly, remember me, the Uber driver from the other day. We took a pic- picture together. Hope you're well. Um, so he's ah, loving it.
4: <laughs> yeah, I do recall yeah.
3: him. That was an eventful trip. What a guy. <laughs> what a man. He's <laughs> loving it. And um, also, what's he
1: oh, D- no. D- called? DJ Boom. DJ .com. Boom is, uh, yeah, it's a very entertaining ride in that Uber. I can promise you. He's obviously
2: He's terrifying.
0: His DJ career is obviously booming. If he's driving Ubers, that's good, mate.
3: (laughs) Please don't insult our (laughs) listeners. We had this yesterday with Luke. Um, Hi, Boom. Um, Uh, And um, an update on El Shitto. Travis Head hasn't got back to us yet, but um, I think is on that. But we have had some people do the shot, including the mayor of Lismore, Steve Cree. Got in touch Ah. to say his friend Jerry Hall. Loves the shot, and you've created a monster, Gilly. So there you go.
1: Yeah,
3: no, that's uh,
1: that's wonderful news. He's a, a, the hardest working mayor in the history of the world, Stevie. But he uh, he's still fine. He's been through floods, devastating floods around the region, and he's kept the city on track. Uh, but he's he's a bit partial to a, a prairie fire, so that's terrific. And yes, that is not a mispronunciation, Jerry Hall. It's probably not the Jerry Hall that we're all thinking of, but uh, she's a wonderful lady, well, Jerry. Just a
2: couple of things on Jerry Hall. Well, first of all, a couple of things on, on Ollie's uh, updates there. Uh, Jerry Hall, the Jerry Hall, I knocked her out of Strictly Come Dancing in the dance-off. <laughs> <laughs> there is a claim to fame. Oh, that,
1: so, that is like, wow. Uh, was, that, yeah. uh, what, was that the foxtrot or the uh, – what, what that was your Trump, wasn't it, the foxtrot? The, the the foxy trot no
2: um, no my, my my American smooth with the Trump uh, oh. to be honest I don't know what shit dance I knocked her out with I can't remember I got rid of Trump. the other thing you mentioned we're number one in Norway I think I know why uh, Erling Haaland, the Man City striker Norwegian mm. massive cricket fan huge oh, yeah. huge cricket fan and he would be listening and he'll be telling all his friends in Norway. And is that Alfie? Yeah, great. Yeah, Alfie's son. Uh, yeah, yeah, big, big, big news. He's a, he's a obviously a huge cricket fan, Harland, and that's probably why we're number one in Norway.
0: That'd be it. Now, the other part of this show that's absolutely exploding, Vaughn, is your new segment, Who's Been Bazballed? Um, everybody's talking about it. Did you hear who Vaughn bazballed yesterday? You know, the players yeah. don't want to be bazballed. The officials yeah. don't want to be bazballed. So I thought <laughs> to get this thing kicking today... We'd start you off with who you're basballing for day three. Yeah, uh, good question, Pro. I
2: I completely forgot, but i now just remembered who I'm going to go for. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot I had my own segment, but you know what? It's just come to me straight away. Um, It's easy, obvious. Uh, The greatest piece of tactical genius that we've ever seen in the history of Test Cricket when Ben Stokes produced, you know the test match game where you used to roll that little ball down and put all the fielders in front of the batter? Bendis did it yesterday towards Manquad. you 140-odd, not out. Gilly said he was going to get 138. Is that right, Gilly? 137, well, I, seven. I think I was. So it's okay, just a couple seven, So you, Just four. So you're, so you're wrong again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so there he did. He, he put six fielders in front of Uzzy. Six uh, fields in front of Uzzy and Ollie Rob, boom, the Yorker. Uh, Uzzy Basbald. And then in the press conference afterwards, the Australians start to cry and win because Ollie Robinson had sworn. Oh, gosh, um, come on. Ollie Robinson <laughs> on the naughty step for swearing. The Australians have never sworn in an Ashes series. Give me a favour. Uzzy Kawaja, <laughs> he gets the basball trophy. What was the trophy again? What What did we say it was?
0: Um, we, I don't think we've come up with a basball
2: trophy. Um, oh, it's no, the other trophy that I'm working on it, the goat and the shit in the fridge. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Um, okay.
0: it's your segment, bonnie Have a think. What do you want on the yeah, trophy?
2: I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll work on that. I, I'll try and get a baseball of some kind. Not too I sure what admit, a ball looks like, yeah, but I'll I'm, try and find one.
1: I must admit, bonnie I, I think that's a wonderful uh, uh, summation of the baseball of the day. It, and I was watching that play out. I, I did decide to t- tune in and watch day three, as opposed to day two. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's good. I was watching that, and it just it seemed like every ball Stokesy was changing the field. It felt like that, didn't it? But certainly once or twice and over through that passage of play. And just when I'm sitting there thinking, ha-ha, this has all been overhyped, Stokes' captaincy. He's just basically being a court jester out there, trying to trying to just throw it out there and, and, and be too much of a trendsetter. And just when I'm hoping that it all comes unstuck for him, something like that happens because that was, that was, I thought that was tactically outstanding. Because Usman, yeah. the pressure had been built up on him and only Usman knows what he was trying to do or whether anything got a, the better of him in his mind. But geez, it's got the result, didn't it? And what a crucial wicket it was, given where yeah. we sit now uh, after the day, half day of rain. That was a massive yeah. blow, a massive blow, and that was yeah. uh, creativity at its best. Yeah,
0: Vaughn, can All I ask you about uh, Stokes putting himself at bat pad?
1: Yeah, I mean, I like that's
0: that. Pretty unheard of a captain doing that. Is that is that just a flex, like sort of saying, you know, nah. I'm not going to put one of my troops in there. I'm going to do it myself.
2: No, nah, I just think he uh, he just goes with the flow. Um, I remember in actually 2005 when we were trying to bowl the Aussies out at Old Trafford. If you mm-hmm. um, study when Ricky Ponting glove one down the leg side to Steve Harmison, probably at, at the time it was the best century that I'd had scored against me. Ponting on the last day, magnificent genius. Mm-hmm. Ball was reverse swing. I've never seen or not seen an in innings like it. But if you study who who was the short leg
1: <laughs> when that <laughs> when
2: that ball hit the glove for England, I think you might find it was me, Pro. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: skipper under the lid, yeah. wasn't he? He was too. Uh, Did Puno sorry,
4: ever
2: It's this? just, it's just in the, uh, it's in the blood of the England captains. We just feel that it's, it's
1: important that, you know, if you're going to captain, you've got to go under the lid. Yeah, P- P- Punter was always in there. But silly mid off to Warney, um, under the helmet there. Not so much on the leg side. He, left that to uh, other bigger fools than, than he. Well, but through that passage of play, what I did find a bit interesting, it was how amazed so many people were by the plan, that the planning that England had gone to, particularly for Scott Boland. Uh, I heard yeah. the word plan used in uh, across various forms of commentary, having listened back on other mediums as well, uh, amazed at the planning. When, when was it new, when was it a new plan to bowl short with a couple of men under the lid to a tail ender that averages 4.5? Like, yeah, it, Come on. That wasn't breakthrough. That wasn't pioneering anything that we haven't seen in 140 years of test cricket. Come on. Let's not get yeah. too carried away with this bullshit.
2: <laughs> Gilly, I, I think you're right. But what, what I want, you know, there'll be a lot of kids watching, uh, listening to the podcast. And I think it's very important that, you know, young, young kids who are coming up playing the game, really study the way that Scott Boland played that bouncer. It was genius. Brilliant. That's the way to play <laughs> yeah, the bouncer.
1: Absolutely. Yes. You know, yes
2: uh... you purely panic and you just throw your hands at it. It was a really nice play from Scott Boland. Um, yeah, I think I think throughout this series, we're going we're to have a bit of that, Gilly, a bit of nonsense spoken. But yeah. I tell you what, for three days, when you think about the talk about this Ashes series, and it, it's been well hyped. You know, it's a, it's a yeah. series that everyone's expecting uh, – brilliant things to happen we have not been disappointed
1: no correct
2: there's, been, there's been about four or five different 20 minute theatre segments the first morning obviously you always get a bit of theatre Warner and Broad that first night uh, and, and then that spell yesterday when the ball started to just do a little bit and Patty Cummins remembered that his team were the number one team in the world and he should put a few fielders in catching positions rather than put them on the boundary. I I know what he's trying to do. Travis Head's got a nice relationship with the fans here, so he's always on the boundary, so he has to stay out there. And I think he wants some of his other players to kind of get used to the English crowd. So uh, he's just putting them all on the boundary for conversations. Uh, And then he realised that maybe he needed to have a few catches in place and play the Aussie way, be a bit more aggressive. And guess what? They got a couple of wickets.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I note your sarcasm. Uh, Talking to the crowd, they were engaged weren't they even though england were, were fighting for survival that noise coming through the tv the atmosphere at the ground Vaughn, must have been electric it, it i remember 2001 facing goffey charging in there and that that stand that, that the hole is just going off and you know you i'll give it to you the english much better singers in that sort of scenario than the australians and much more creative as well but it, it is an electric ground isn't it it has been a a very happy hunting ground for England through that intimidatory sort of atmosphere that can be created mm. for touring teams.
2: And I'll tell you what, Gilly, uh, again, I'll, I'll give a semi-serious point. If the is, I'm looking now, I'll just give you the weather update. It looks nice. Yeah. I think it's going to be dry all day. Yeah, good. Um, good. 90, 98 overs uh, can be played today. I, I think they'll yep. get them because obviously the spinners are bowling. Um, it looks like there could be a bit of rain tomorrow. It looks, mm. And it says on my app, 80%. Yep. So that, that sounds to me like we've got a 20% chance of play tomorrow. So that's a bit of a concern. So if Australia realise that and are brave enough, they could actually be the only team that can win this game. Mm. Yeah. Realistically, they could win the game today. They could bowl England out and then chase it quickly. Uh, I don't think they'll do that because they're playing boring cricket. I think they'll be very kind of boring and kind of safe. Uh, <laughs> semi series, so you said, yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I, don't, I, <laughs> I, I don't think... They, but uh, the semi-serious point is the crowd giving them a huge lift here. The next game yeah. is at Lords, and Lords is, is a theatre of, of, of a different crowd. They're they're the traditional old posh ones, you know, in the the, the blazers and the ties. Lovely people, great is that there's a buzz and a hum around Lords, but you do not get the singing at Lord's no. like you get at Edge Baston, like you get at Old Trafford, like you get at Headingley, like you get at the Oval. So um I, I, I've always said that Lord's is great, it's the place where we all want to play, we want to get on the honors board, but sometimes in a big, big game like the Ashes, um, you know, the crowd don't quite get as raucous as the other vendors, mm. and I think it helps the opposing team. So it could help Australia in a week or two's time.
0: Yeah. Now, we had another amazing catch by Cam Green in the gully. Now I just to ask His hands you are guy. too
2: big. I, I'm, I'm going to appeal no. to the no. ICC. His hands okay. are too big. Do you... I want them
0: reduced. I want them reduced. <laughs> okay. <laughs> can you, have you got that sort of power, Vorney? Can you get his hands made smaller?
2: We're going to look into it. We're going to look into it. There's uh, <laughs> there's a few ways of doing that, but the ICC, I think, I think they're going to have. You know, we've got the gauge for the arse. The arse is for the yep. bowlers. Yeah, yes, game. true. Uh, yeah. We're going to we're going to ask for a gauge for hands. Okay. Is His he the best dally
0: fieldsman is... you've seen?
2: Yeah, he, he's he's nearly as good as me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, my praise, goodness me, Kelly yeah. was it? Who was he's... better than him when you were playing?
1: Uh well, Matty Hayden was pretty good in that area. Another big-bodied uh, guy, that athletic in the way he moved around. But uh, I think it's, I think if you watch that catch that he did take, and similar to the one in the World Test Championship that um, was so readily and easily accepted by, um, well, no, I won't, yeah. um, won't go there. Uh, but his hands, he's such a big no, man. Please, please, please
2: do, Gilly, go there. <laughs>
1: No, well, the opposition team and, and the opposition country yeah. that um, I think are still talking about it. But, but that was um, a very similar take yesterday. And just his technique, his hands are still so low, they're still down there. Um, maybe the palms of his hand are about a metre off the ground, but his fingers are touching the ground to your point, Forney. But, uh, but he's uh, athletic, six foot six or seven or whatever. He's still so athletic. So, yeah, he's good. There's not much room past him. Just just yeah. on
2: that catch in the World Test Championship final, I think there's only India and I'll mention the country, uh, Gilly. Um uh, there's only India that can continue to talk about a, a catch, which was taken, but it's an iffy one because the, the camera angles it always looks a little yeah. bit uh, bit dodgy. Um can still continuously talk about a catch when they lost by over two hundred.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you, uh, sorry, Vaughn, you're our man out there on the ground in Birmingham. Yeah. You're, um, yeah. We've set you a few tasks. You've already yeah. had to chat to Travis Head to see if he'll represent Gillies' dealer yeah. yeah. brand, El Shutter. You're talking yeah. to the ICC about setting up our Mexican Premier League yeah. For cricket. Yeah. Now, yeah. another one you've got to keep us updated with is the Moeen Ali finger. Is that? Oh, yeah. 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 I, I've got a little bit. If you want me to
2: do a new segment as well from the ground, I've got some updates on, on all those issues. Uh, yeah, I'll, cover off, I'll cover off i cover off alley first obviously you've seen well he sprayed his finger got a 25 uh fine uh for putting yeah. it uh dry spray it's uh, a spray that's been used uh for many many years but you're not allowed to use it so he got a penalty uh there's rumors that pat cummins is you know offering to pay that that fine for him that, that's the whisper over to, here in to, birmingham
1: um, what to allow him to bowl?
2: That that's the whisper. Yeah, that's just coming overnight. Um, but I'm not too sure whether that's true or not. Um, mm. the, the the key to mowing and his finger, and obviously the cut's nasty, and, and, and let's see how how you can ball. But uh, treatment is very important uh, uh, for injuries, and it's an injury. And the best way we've been told for him to recover from that that finger injury, that cut, is to to urinate on it.
4: Mm, right. Your yeah. your
2: yeah, piss is the that's best right. way to to recover <laughs> it from a cut on your finger. <laughs> and is it that is just him or is ollie ollie can you can you research that for me please because that is um
0: that is I, true boy, yeah, i know I've that's for, here. it's for blue bottle stings i think you're thinking i'm oh, not cuts on your fingers all right is it? okay i'm pretty sure
3: ollie will find ollie will be able to find some, what, do, what do we use reddit is it reddit well, we've got a few. have got a few sources. There's nothing coming up here, but I think that's because it's the same person who removed um, your Andre Nell wicket, um, which you clearly didn't hit. Both have been redacted from records, but they they, they existed at well, one that, point. Thank you, Ollie.
2: Thank you for uh, just backing up. another couple of things on the uh, the news stories. Uh, Travis Head um, managed to just bump into him yesterday. Uh, his tash has grown by three millimeters from the day before. Wow. Goodness, uh, and, and he, he tells, I, I haven't yet told him about El Shito. I didn't want to go there because it's just uh, it's too big a deal for, for Travis. Yeah. I don't know. You know, he's got a bat deal, I have no question. Probably another logo on the back of the bat. I haven't studied it. But, you know, the El Shito deal obviously will be the biggest deal of his life. So I don't want to get him too excited, just in case we decide to go with somebody else. The yeah. big breaking news, and this is exciting for us all uh, the ICC uh, have come back to me and oh. they feel there's not, they've said they don't think there's enough franchise leagues around the world. They obviously mm. want to grow the game. Um, they've said obviously Mexico would be the perfect region for another league. You know, if we could have Ooh. it, um, they said they'd, they'd like it for a three-month window.
3: Perfect. Yeah. You know, the, the, the
2: calendar the calendar doesn't have enough cricket, so they said we can have a three-month Mexican Premier League. But they said what we have to do as a group, um, it's like tequila. Obviously, you have to go and meet the people. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, to go and get the, the the product from Mexico, so we have to go to. Mexico. and I've had an email overnight from the ICC and it, it, it reads that um, so if we can organise a meeting with the Escobar family yeah, um, we, we, we have a chance of creating the league so we have to meet the Escobar I, I don't know who the Escobar family are I'm not too and sure I... too much about them but we all have to go over and meet them, That they, they said they'll look after us when we get there so we have to go to Mexico to meet the Escobars Was
1: was was uh, one of the Escobar's, I mean, they're prevalent in that region, that surname. I think it's like Smith, effectively, in Australia, but yeah. um, goalkeeper for the Colombian football team that things didn't. He was centre so back. centre well. back, sorry. Yeah, he did. He scored an own goal, perhaps. Um, but yeah. uh, that's really interesting, Vaughn, on that, because, um, Ollie, you updated yesterday that the Mexican Create team's last match was a loss, I think you said, against. Um, who was that against that you Belize? I believe you mentioned Belize. Belize, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I've actually looked further into that. I think I think you looked at the, the list the wrong way around. Their last game was a loss, indeed, but their second last match was against. It was a victorious match against the might of Brazil. Um, oh, yeah. The loss. The loss came against Argentina, who, funnily enough, have a gentleman by the name of Escobar batting at number three, but. But the win against Brazil came, Mexico batted first in an 18-over fixture, uh, and this was back in the October of 2019. So COVID wasn't nice to cricket in Mexico, and I think that's something that we can work on and, and pursue. And clearly, clearly in that region they weren't as vaccinated, and I don't mean, you know, the the jab. We know what the true vaccination is, and that's one prairie fire a day. Um <laughs> I don't know anyone that's had a prairie fire every day since COVID came along that has had COVID. Um, Is that Small fact? sample size. Small sample size. I'm the I'm only just, one that I know that has done right. that. But um, yeah. <laughs> five for 96, Mexico scored. Uh, oh, and it was a, a decent innings indeed. But they knew it was going to be tough because Brazil have got a lot of homegrown players, they realise. They knew that there's a number of names there that – they they can see the development of the game in Brazil, but they knew the game was over when they picked up the Brazilian number three, John Singleton. Uh they knocked him over for five, and uh, and that was it. They ran through the rest of the lineup for 76. So Sing, Singo missed out, but um uh, that saw the Mexicans to victory. So they're they're a decent setup. There you go.
0: There's hey, that news segment, Bornie. We might get that right at the top, like hot off the presses
2: mm, out of Birmingham. Yeah.
1: Michael it's Big News. True.
2: Uh, Ollie, um, is is it okay if I um, send you that email and you can uh, run the logistical side of uh, this kind of uh, conversation, should I say? Um, and maybe you can contact uh, the Escobar's for us just to see how we go about getting over there. I think they've. They, <laughs> yes. I think I think they've said they'll look after the travel side. So I think we're just got to um, kind of get the conversations going on. Ollie, I
3: think you, you'd be good at that. Thanks. Yep, that's great. And just a touch, Gilly's bang on. Ramiro Escobar is the Argentina keeper batsman who says yeah. his his idol's Adam Gilchrist. Um and his last innings, he was twelve, not out, but they did lose to the Cayman Islands. Um the big Mexico rivals. So there you go, Ramiro in the family. Ramiro. <laughs> oh, hey Vaughn, amazing new segment. Right. Vaughn's news. Mm. Hard hitting.
1: Yeah. Hard hitting. Yeah. Hey,
0: mm. uh, Gilly, have you? Were you listening to much commentary overnight? Do you think you're in a position to do Gilly's favourite commentator of the night?
1: Oh, just the um, yeah, the, of the limited play that was on. The, the bit that caught my attention was my good old mate Ricky Ponting, the little punter. Uh, I always thought he was very good. You know, one in the top three players that that I was uh was around in the area. I put Sachin and then Brian and and Ricky in that sort of bracket, but. It went to a new level when uh, he was asked by and whoever the co-commentator was uh, escapes might have been Mel Jones, uh, Fox Cricket's Mel Jones, uh, said about concentration and about you know, when, you, when you switch on and when you switch off. And uh, Punter said, all right, well, I'll give you an explanation. As the bowler's running in, I'll tell you when I'm switching on and then when I look to switch off. Uh, the bowler ran in, whoever the bowler was, they were literally in the middle of their delivery stride, and Punter goes, Switch on now. And the ball went past the batter and went, Switch off now. And that made me, I thought, You are kidding. He, that was Zen like powers of concentration. A nanosecond is how long Punter concentrated for, which tells me why he was so elite in a different class. As a batter, because he he never overcomplicated it, didn't have to use up too much storage space in the mind for uh, concentrating. But uh, geez, it was elite stuff. Were you, were you doing that, Gilly? Were you less than a second concentrating when you were out there? I don't think I did concentrate when I was batting. And when I was wicket keeping, I knew I was struggling to concentrate because I was basically, I had Shane Warne standing next to me at first slip, and I was still trying to. To process everything you told me about the night before, so it was um, it was tough conditions out there in the Australian cricket team.
2: <laughs> well, just uh, a bit more news, actually, just to let you know, Isha
1: oh, yeah. and Ebony,
2: who obviously won the uh, the commentator of the day yes. yesterday, uh, delighted they were. I'll, I'll let them know. They, they, Excellent. They, we, they said up there with the, they, they've won many awards. They said that's up there with the the best award.
1: That's outstanding. And, have you, yeah, yeah, I, I have we've we've got a few? Today. Trophy? Oh. You got a trophy for
0: this? <laughs> Billy, you got to come
1: up with a trophy. Mm. Gotta,
0: <laughs> gotta, yeah. Vaughn, have you got a nomination?
3: Oh, sorry, Ollie, you do Vaughn's nomination, don't you?
1: Yes, that's right.
3: Yep, yep. Got the text there. He said he had a day off yesterday, so he's voting for himself again today. Just one off, one yeah. on, honestly, for Vaughn. Okay. But a great performance <laughs> yeah. from him. Yeah. Now, Cheers, Can I, all. Can I
0: nominate – does it have to be from this series or can I nominate some commentary from a different series? Is that okay?
1: Because I was doing do, a bit of research you want
0: (laughs) and i came across i wanted to i was looking at i wanted to find the last time when a pitch was being discussed a lot in the media um and so i typed into youtube blaming the pitch and the video i got was testicles smashed blame the pitch michael vaughn tragic pain it's not funny (laughs) but it actually is so (laughs) look at this on youtube West Indies <laughs> versus England, third test, two thousand and four. Um, you've got it was Fidel Edwards bowling to you, Forney, if you remember. Ah, yeah. little rockets. He was quick. Yeah, and and it hit the pitch and it it jagged one. It came up and it hit you right in the orchestra stalls, and you went down. And the commentators are trying not to laugh, but then there was a shot up into the um, up into the wives box. And all the wives were seeing <laughs> themselves laughing. And one of the commentators, I think it was Michael Holding or someone, said, um, uh, that's I have been told that's the wives up there, um, having a good time, but obviously one of them wouldn't be Michael's wife laughing. So uh, look that
1: up. <laughs> Very good.
0: you remember Very getting good. hit there, Vaughn?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know, but I I I do I, I remember that uh, that clip because people kind of send you stupid things regularly, don't they, on social media. So it has been sent to me quite a lot. So when someone gets hit in the knackers, generally within five minutes, that clip is sent to me on social media. <laughs> uh, so far this game, no, one, I, I, no one's been hitting the knackers because I haven't been sent that clip. So I always know in test match cricket, even if I'm not watching a test series and a test match, I know straight away from social media if someone's been hitting the knackers.
1: <laughs> so, on
2: no,
1: on that, 50, yeah, hit. yeah uh, that that that's good. They're, they're similar numbers to us. But uh, I think um, just on that discussion of criticising a pitch, and obviously Broad was very outspoken about this one, about it being soulless and lifeless. You got to be delicate as a player. You got to be careful you don't transgress and and end up with a fine. But in two thousand and four, in India, fourth test in Mumbai, the game was over in two days. Effectively, first day was lost to rain. Jason Gillespie was asked about the pitch and its condition, and he very carefully said, look, I can't comment. I don't want to get fined. But my best mate texted me, and he said it was fucking shit. (laughs) (laughs) uh, 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 There's ways around it, I reckon. Very clever from the big diswa.
0: Very good. Hey, um, Ollie, predictions yesterday. How did the boys do? They, three, yeah, three mixed, balls, um,
3: yeah mixed stuff there. Gilly um, said, was, as we said, 137. So he was four seven. off and he said parity. So only seven off. Pretty good going. Oh, um, oh, two, yeah. two there, that's pretty good. Borney, um said 30 to 50 lead for the Aussies. Not as good, but he did say there would be afternoon juice, which would save the Aussies, which both are very correct. So. Well, hold, all,
1: hold, yeah. hold, 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 Sorry. hold, hold. hold. Yeah. Save the Aussies. Yeah. Sorry.
3: Boland's mm-hmm.
1: charging in, and the rain saved the Aussies with two wickets in four balls. Oh, jeez. Let me just
2: tell you. Let me tell you why, why Australia was saved. Because okay. guess who was getting padded up? I'm always getting padded up. Night Hawk. The Night oh. Hawk was padding up. Stuart Broad was ready to go <laughs> next. <laughs> the oh, Night Hawk was ready to rev up that gun and more. And come out and swing. Now Ollie. the Aussies haven't seen the, the Aussies haven't seen the Nighthawk yet. They haven't really seen him in action, and he was ready to
0: go last night. So the Australians were saved because of that. Ollie, we are Switzerland for oh, this. I can't we are impartial. You can't you cannot be taking Vaughn's side. And I know that he got out to Andre Nell because I managed to find it. So it was clearly a wicket. Nah. Yes. And I hit
2: my I hit my uh, my pat, my bat on my pad. <laughs>
0: Very clearly out. All right, uh, hey, um, no, Yeah. I'm disgusted as nightly. Really. Hey, Nighthawk, uh,
1: Nighthawk. Sorry, I'm still parked <laughs> on Nighthawk. Seriously, this self-indulgent rubbish that's coming out of England cricket at the moment. Jesus. Get ready. Come on. Get
2: ready. Get ready for the hawk. He'll come, <laughs> he'll be arriving at some
0: stage in the series. <laughs>
1: All but right. if the hawk gets Bring out on. cheaply, he then
0: say that innings was void.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. It doesn't count, it's matter. Too late. No, no, yeah.
2: absolutely not.
0: Uh, predictions for today, Vaughn. You've said it's sunshine. You said you've eighty percent chance of rain. We got yeah. the you guys tomorrow. tomorrow.
2: Tomorrow's eighty percent chance of juice. Uh, there's Sorry, a,
0: there are a few few
2: clouds arriving actually, uh, guys. Uh, I don't know what, uh, Ollie, what clouds are
1: arriving today? Oh, what about the, Ollie's eyes lit up there like beach balls when he heard there's clouds around. He's going to get a chance to show us a little bit yeah. more of his uh, area of expertise. Ooh, yeah. Like uh, Flower uh, being the way you were blinking there.
3: Yeah, well, actually, um, one of the guys who are going to sponsor us is YR.no, which is the greatest weather app in the world from Norway. <laughs> and I think that could be some of the listeners. And they have oh, said... Right. And they have said there's, um, yeah, Nimbus clouds today and 92% rain tomorrow until lunch. So factor that Ooh. in. That's, uh, the
1: Nimbus um, is your, your staple diet cloud, is it, obviously? Because you've mentioned it three times in a
3: row now, the well, Nimbus. Nimbus, every cloud either starts or ends with Nimbus. Uh, cumulus <laughs> or Stratus, being the other side. Okay. <laughs> Thanks
1: for clarifying that for me, mate.
0: <laughs> now, um, so two for 28. England. Yeah. Where do they go from here? Who Vaughn, what how many runs does England end up with before they obviously declare because it's yeah. baseball.
2: Well, pro, I like to add on the seven that they've got as well. So the thirty five for two. Um, because you don't just nullify the seven that Australia gave us. So it's thirty five okay. for two. Okay. Uh, I would say if Joe Roots out there at eleven forty five, he'll get a hundred. They've got a chance in the first forty five minutes to get him because Anyone can get out early. If he's there at 11.45, he'll get a hundred. couple of cameos around him. Uh, England will make Australia back today. Whatever happens, the Aussies will be batting today because if they bat well, he will definitely declare. Um, and obviously, if they get bowled out, they're going to have to bowl. Uh, they can't they can't avoid that. Uh, so, I think England will try and bat for 70 overs today. They'll try and score at their usual 4.5, 4.8. And they'll be saying to Australia, uh, probably around two ninety, three ten. Go on, try and chase them. All
1: right, that's uh, <clears> that's throat> interesting. Throat> I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll say that uh, in in a similar sort of vein as Vaughn, it'll be a positive approach. But I'll say England will be bowled out for for something a little bit more of a compelling chase for the Australians. Two sixty five. I'm going to go for. No, I'll go to two seventy five that they're bowled out for, and that's mm-hmm. going to set up for one hell of a last day, one hell of a last hour of play, actually, because we're not sure what's going to transpire tomorrow weather-wise. So I think we it's got all the, all the ingredients, hasn't it, brewing for a, an absolute ripper.
0: Absolutely. Do you go a bit mad when there's a rain delay? What did you guys used to do when you were sitting
1: around?
2: Leap. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Yeah, oh. When I think of rain delays very quickly, I think we're in Wellington in New Zealand and it was not so much a rain delay, play hadn't started. It, it was absolutely hosing down all night. We woke up in the morning, still hosing down. Team manager said, right, you guys stay here. I'll go down to the ground. As soon as there's any sign of any movement, I'll let you know. So I took uh, my three-year-old son down to the pool in the hotel and was down there just playing around, splashing around with him. And we time got away on us. We were there for about an hour and a half. And our media manager came running into the pool hotel, absolutely distraught, like sweating, in a panic. He said, geez, I finally found you. Hurry up. Play starts in 20 minutes. And reason why that was an issue, it was day two of the game. I was, I was 30 not out overnight, uh, batting. So <laughs> I had to get out of the pool, run up to the room, through Harry to Mel, who's in the room, jump. They'd left one of the little minivans for me. I drove down to the ground, which is an easy drive, fortunately, Vorney, as you'd recall, in Wellington down uh, right. down to the Basin Reserve there, parked the car, literally sprinted in, put my gear on and walked onto the field to face the first ball of the day. So that was a panic stricken <laughs> innings, that one. But, um, but we had a good day. We had a day out and uh, everyone was happy. We never did another warm up after that ever again.
2: I, 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 when, it, when it rains really heavy, I mean, I, I like just studying the crowd because you always get one or two that sprint on and try and do the, you know, the superman dive across the covers. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I enjoy that. Yeah. I always kind of see where they're coming from. Generally, at Edgbaston, you're going Holly stand, but around the world, there's been some tremendous efforts. I think in mm-hmm. Australia, I'll give you a bit of credit, you, you've probably got the best um, divers across the, the covers. You seem yeah. to get a lot of length. Yeah, the Aussies seem to get length <laughs> when they dive across the covers. So uh, it's one
0: thing you're quite good at.
1: No, that's it's a good. real
0: skill we pride ourselves on, Borny.
2: It's mm. something
1: we practice. <laughs>
0: very important to us. Hey, um, time for a quiz, guys. Last night, Jimmy Anderson, with a peach of a ball, removed mm. uh, Alex Carey. And uh, that was his 1100th first-class wicket. So Ooh. not bad going for old Jimmy. We thought... In honour of that, well, Ollie did, not I'm starting to realise all the quizzes are about English people. Um, he thought he'd do a little quiz about Jimmy and first-class cricket. Ollie, what have you got? A clever name for it, mate? What do you got?
3: Yeah, it's um, the first-class quiz.
4: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys, yeah. uh, you know
0: how it works. Buzz in. um, Say your answer. I'm going to give you two options on each one. Uh, We'll give you a score update at the end. And then you've got your bonus question, which is worth how much today, Ollie?
3: Today, yeah, we're giving out three points. But if Vaughn is behind by more than that, we'll just bump it up one. Same as always. (laughs) Because we're 3-0. We're 3-0,
1: aren't we? 3-0 to me.
3: 3-0 Gilly.
1: All right, here we go, boys.
0: First question. What was higher? Jimmy Anderson's First-class score, so the highest runs he got in an innings, or Michael Vaughan's bowling strike rate?
1: Oh, uh, Jimmy. Jimmy's highest ever first-class score. Yeah. Uh, and how many first-class... First-class wickets, Vaughan? Is that what it was? Yep, first-class.
2: No, so all right, pros. so it's not test wickets, it's just first-class wickets. No,
0: it's all, all first-class. And just so we and people at home know, matches that are scheduled for three or more days are classified as first-class.
1: Mm. Oh. Oh. I, I, I'm, I'm going to jump in and say, uh, I remember Jimmy getting some, something decent, something high, you know, 50-plus, up around 70 or 80 or something. Maybe even, no, I don't think he's touched 90, but I'm going to go with... Jimmy, Vaughn.
2: I I reckon Jimmy got a ninety in Test cricket.
1: Was it that high? Okay.
2: Are you going? I'm going to go myself because my strike rate was huge.
0: (laughs) So Jimmy's (laughs) highest runs was eighty one. He got, Mm. and then Vaughn, your strike rate was eighty one point nine. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. <That's>, uh... <laughs>
1: oh, Sachin Tendulkar is still somewhere, wherever oh. he is at the moment. He can. His ears are burning, and it still rips his heart out. That was Moeen Alley like, oh, yeah. oh, wasn't it? Correct, Gillig. Correct.
2: <laughs> Absolutely correct. One of the great, I'll say. well, you mentioned, the three greatest of all time in your your view: Ponting. Uh, yep. Lara, Sachin Tendulkar. Um, I, didn't, I, I didn't bowl to Ricky Ponting. Probably would have got him as well. Um, and obviously, Lara. <laughs> might have bowled, I might have bowled a couple of balls to Lara uh, when he got uh, 400 not out in Antigua.
1: All <laughs> 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 so uh, right.
0: God. All right, next question. What's higher, Jimmy Anderson's four wicket hauls or Adam Gilchrist's 50s? Now remember, this is just for first. This is for first
1: class. Four wicket hauls. Four wicket hauls.
2: Yes, I'm going Gilly. I'm going Gilly. He used to get low of fifties.
0: Gilly.
1: I'll go Jimmy. Gilly's right again.
0: Forty-eight. Four Four wicket right- halls? What do you mean
1: right
2: again? He got the first run wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just. <laughs> Nope. It's just ingrained no, I in his that. mind to acknowledge. Yeah, just, that didn't happen. Yes. Australia... You've, got You've got to be a partial professor. You've got to be one Thank you. Sorry, mate.
0: Jimmy, 54, Barney, Uh Sorry, hang on. Jimmy, 48, and Gilly, forty three fifties. Hmm. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, question
1: Could, number three, I converted, I converted mine to tons, Borny, so that then doesn't go down as a
3: fifty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: is that right, Ollie? Can you look at that right now?
3: Yeah, that is right. 30 hundreds.
0: Uh, very good. Okay, what's higher, Jimmy Anderson's five wicket hauls in first class or Borney's hundreds?
1: <laughs>
3: Again, this doesn't it's, include uh... his four wicket hauls, it's on top of, it does yes. not include them.
2: He's got. He's got to be
1: Jimmy Anderson.
2: He's played many more games than me.
3: I
1: think he played one hundred and seventy tests, has not he? One hundred and eighty, yeah, or something. And he plays. Uh, for,
2: and he rocks up for
0: Lancashire to play regular.
1: Yeah. Uh. I. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll go with Jimmy too.
0: Right, Jimmy. All right, Jimmy. Correct. Yeah, fifty-four. Borney, forty-two hundreds. First-class hundreds. That's not bad.
1: Hmm. Good. Billy Top field. of the order. Aggressive. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Lots more opportunities, Gilly, is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, that's right. That's what batsmen are meant to do, get runs. (laughs) 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 All right,
0: 1,100 wickets by Jimmy Anderson. Here's here's a good one. How many times
1: was the great Adam Gilchrist dismissed by Jimmy? One or two? This is in test cricket or first-class cricket?
0: First-class cricket that we could find. There's every chance you're about to tell us we're wrong.
1: No, no, I don't think I played Jimmy in anything other than a.
0: That's what we thought.
1: International fixture.
2: How many
1: times did Jimmy get me out?
0: Yeah.
1: Geez, Ricky Ponting tore him apart on Jimmy's debut. Jimmy talks very, very, in a very funny manner about that debut in at the MCG, I think two thousand and three, where they didn't even have a shirt with his name printed on it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he had to come out and kind of rip him apart. Uh, I am going to say... This includes one-day you...
0: cricket. One-day one, one day cricket as well. well. Oh, no, three three days and over. All
1: right. I right. know. No, just once. Going once. Going once. Um, but, 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 uh, uh, Did you say once or twice, did you say? Yep. They're the options. I, I've said,
2: I, I reckon, uh, just, just the one, Gilly. Just take your
1: time. <laughs> oh I'm to, I didn't think I played him in that format. Um right, I, I'll say once as well. Ding ding ding, correct? Only once.
2: Ollie, do I get that right? Cause I was like five minutes before him with my answer. <laughs> <laughs> hey Vaughn hey, yeah,
0: time. Ollie. Ollie, if I decide that the it's he's not deciding the points here, Vaughn. He's just—he's the oh. stats guy. He Does the clouds? He gets, picks up on the shit you get wrong. That's for, that's Ollie's job. All right. He's mm-hmm. yeah, and he's an
1: expert at that. For, from our first podcast, where you asked him for a stat, and his answer was lots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right.
1: <laughs> uh, that was the fifth test in
0: two thousand and seven in Sydney. Do you remember how you got out? To yeah, Gilly?
1: Uh slogging wildly, probably. <laughs> I think
0: no, so. got behind
1: Chris right, no. Was it? Right. Well
0: behind, okay. Yes. All right. Who has more first class wickets? Jimmy Anderson or Alfred Freeman, the five foot two googly specialist from Kent? Alfred, well, I'm you am going
2: in early. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to the googly. Googly, Barbara. Because you, you would right. you Three
0: thousand. Yeah. <laughs> three thousand seven hundred and seventy six. Yeah. What? Played five. What? Yeah. <laughs> He played. He played no, five hundred and ninety-two first-class matches, and he played until he was forty-eight.
1: The great Alfred, <laughs> yeah. But could he stand up to the rigors of an IPL tournament as well, or, or the Mexican Premier League? I bet Alfred yeah, wouldn't yeah, have wow. buzzed in the shortest format. but Maybe might well, have he, with three thousand.
2: Uh, Alfred, just with the Googlies, it's such a such a, a you know a skill that you require in the in the Premier Leagues around the world. You know, if we can, can we get some video? Can we get some video Ollie, of Alfred just to see his action? Just to see, you know, you know, they're the kind of bowlers that we're going to be looking for in the Mexican Premier League. You know, googly leg spin. Just see yep. if we can just learn anything from the great Alfred. What's his surname? Freeman. Frears. I, 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 yeah, Alfred Freeman. Let's just see what he's like in you know, action. He, he clearly was. You know, we, we talk about the late
0: great Shane Warne being the greatest. Well,
2: sounds like Alfred has got him covered. Well, he's numbers.
0: Here's the kicker. And this is your bonus question. What's the points difference? What's it worth
3: here, Ollie? It's for all. This is a real tiebreaker well, right a real now. One.
0: Yep. Stop it. All right. Mm-hmm. Alfred is actually second on the all time first class list in terms of <laughs> Wilfred Rhodes
1: is first. Ah,
0: Low left right. arm orthodox spinner. He played yeah. 1,110 matches until he was 53 <laughs> years old. Now, yeah. boys, what we're going to do is wickets. Whoever's closest to the mark wins.
2: Wilfred Rhodes. He played for Yorkshire, didn't he? He did for Yorkshire. Yeah.
1: Did, did, did Richard Richard Benno picking him in his best ever? I think. I think. Ollie. Anyway, anyway, don't don't worry on, about probably. that. Now, 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 uh, Morgan's brother. Uh, what was his name? Freeman. Uh, yeah. Alfred <laughs> Freeman picked up what three thousand at five hundred games. So, Rhodes, yeah, 3, played 7, all 6, the games.
0: At 600, yeah. yeah. He played double,
1: basically. Yeah.
2: Right. I'm going 4,442.
1: Okay. I, I, I'm I in the fives. So, yeah, 574. 5,000. 5, Thousand seventy four. Sorry, my bad.
2: Yep. Ollie, Ollie you got to take the first answer. He said five hundred and seventy four. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Either
2: way,
3: you win. Michael Vaughan no, no, gets we, the win.
0: Say, I say, are you locking that in, Gilly? And then Gilly has a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: nah. <laughs> no, okay, no, Well, uh, it sounds like it sounds like I got to concede defeat. It sounds like you got it. Well yeah, so, done, um,
0: Wilfred got four thousand two hundred and four. So Barney was only two hundred off.
2: Wow, four thousand wickets. <laughs> I mean, come on.
1: <laughs> you know, the McGra- guys doing
2: these days.
1: Yeah, you know, Glenn McGrath. <laughs> Glenn McGrath can name every one of his uh, Test wickets, <laughs> who it was, how he got him yeah. out. You Rhodes, Rhodesy does that as a party trick late in the night in the bar. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a four
0: thousand, unbelievable.
2: We 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 celebrate guys when they get to a hundred wickets these days. Mm.
4: Right?
2: What was Rhodesy doing when he got to his four thousand? <laughs> well, that's what we were thinking <laughs> yeah, last
0: night, all the carry on with
3: Jimmy get he signing up, He was signing up for the war, actually. We've got that. Oh. Um, so that's a celebration. Oh. oh, well,
1: good for him. But I thought you were going to say he was signing memorabilia pieces.
3: What?
0: Why was he going to war at 53, Ollie? That's a bit old. <laughs> I don't know.
3: Just reading about him. <laughs> important, though, he wasn't in, in Richie Benno's best 11. Adam Gilchrist oh. was. So he knows the answer. Where Give me his name he? himself in the best ever 11 from Benno. Oh, I have no doubt. That's why I brought it up. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Very good. Hey, guys, time has gotten away from us. It is time for us to finish with our. Prairie Fire Toast. Um, Um, Now, Vaughn, I think you led the toast yesterday. Gilly, have you got something that you would like to toast to today?
1: Oh. um, Gee, I forgot about that bit of it. Um, We are going to – well, here we go. Sorry, I'll just get this. We uh, And we're going to stick with the uh, Casamigos. I won't uh, inflict anyone with the El Chito, which is um, (laughs) probably – we'll leave that for a really bad performance. it was a tough start to the day for England and a tough finish. Obviously, tough start. Fourth ball, Johnny put down a challenging catch. So we'll keep an eye on that in a, in a serious manner. Vaughn, you asked me about Johnny's keeping and, um, you know, it hasn't hit critical stage yet, whether the the runs outweigh the, the negatives if he misses a few, but, um, you know, he's going to have to make sure he's uh, sharpens up a little bit. Otherwise, that critical point may turn up. you will probably smash 100 today and, and uh, silence any doubters. But, uh, no, look, I think we're going to toast that the Ashes, notwithstanding the first two days, were pretty entertaining and pretty engaging. But, gee, that late passage last night, Ollie Robinson earlier in the day telling Usman where he can go, the crowd, big Pat charging in, Boland. It is so delicately placed. Winvis has got it pretty... Uh, the Ashes is well and truly here, so cheers to that. Cheers, cheers to the boys. Ashes.
2: Cheers. cheers, Ashes. Oh, God. Jesus, someone careful. fall over is then?
4: <laughs> Jesus.
2: Jesus Christ. Jesus, it's getting worse. <laughs> no. I don't think George knows what he's doing. Beautiful. Have well, you made so much money out of that crap.
0: You've reached the NILA,
3: <laughs>
0: hey ollie apparently you've got breaking news is that right
3: yeah there's just um a tiny bit of clearing up here michael vaughn did bowl to brian lara during his 400 it was 13 overs none for 60 with two front foot no balls um so a good spell <laughs> <laughs>
2: over striding
3: <laughs>
2: oh, trying to get a bit closer to him he was playing that well i wanted to shake his hand were you <laughs> blaming the outfield vaughn
3: yeah, it was. It was slippery in Antigua. <laughs> and the second bit of news is, as we are recording, we've just hit number one in our third country, South Africa. So that is oh. big news. That is really good stuff. So remember at oh, Club Prairie wow. Fire on socials, please, everyone. Keep up sharing the love. Yeah, right, send just, in, uh, send can in can your
1: I, membership entry. Send in the videos. Can I,
3: just, can I just bring something? Ollie, I do the
2: breaking news, by the way. I'm the news uh, reporter. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> the news hound.
0: Thanks. Back my boss. On that magic note, go Club Prairie Fire, go the Aussies, and we'll see you tomorrow. Adios.